This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Ryan Russ. Thank you, Sid. Today on Messianic Vision, our special guest is Kevin Zadai. And Kevin, you've been on this program before, and it was an incredible program. You, uh, how many years ago did you actually die on the operating table? Well, Ryan, it was uh, about, uh, let's see, it's been 1992 is when I died, so it's been since 92. So in 1992, if you've listened to the show that Kevin was on before, in 1992, he actually died during a a routine uh, dental surgery, and he had this incredible encounter with Jesus. Uh, Every time, I'm not jealous about the part where you died, but I'm jealous about the part where you spent all that wonderful time face-to-face with Jesus and, and through that experience. And how many times has Jesus appeared to you since then? Well, Ryan, I'm, I'm excited to tell you that he just appeared to me for the 25th time just last month. And uh, I don't understand it, but I am thankful for it. Well, see, there you go. Kevin has had these face-to-face encounters. Yes, he's a, he's a word guy. He's a prayer warrior. But he has these incredible encounters where Jesus just comes and teaches him and talks to him. And this brand-new book that he wrote encapsulates a lot of these conversations that he's had with Jesus. Now, Kevin, you say in your, in your new book that we can get all of our prayers answered. How is that? Well, a lot of, uh, Ryan, a lot of what's going on today is, is that we've developed systems to, uh, you know, we're almost get to the place where we're trying to twist God's arm. And um, the Lord has taken me back to the simplicity of a relationship with Him, where it's more about yielding than it is about building yourself up all the time, but yielding to God as well. So you can't be just a word person. You've got to be a person of the Spirit. And um, you got to remember that uh, because God is a spirit, um, we can communicate with him spiritually. And we have to remember he's also a person. And so um, this book is amazing. I am so excited because it brings us back to the simplicity of a relationship, uh, spending time with God, and um, becoming uh, more acquainted with our Creator. Now, I've heard you say before that we need to get on the, the right side of God. What does that mean? Well, the thing of it is, is people don't understand that God has had a lot of meetings uh, the Trinity has without them. He doesn't inquire <laughs> of, of human beings. And you, it's funny, but we get into this mode where we think that um, God uh, will change his mind if we give him our perspective. But see, there is absolute truth in heaven, and um, that's the biggest um, enemy we've got right now in our society down here on earth is there's this dispute about what is absolute truth and is there absolute truth. But see, with God, whatever He has spoken, it, it goes, and that's the end of it. There is no, um, there is no uh, person who's going to stand up that's going to be a bigger voice than what God's already said. Now, you talk about how we are supposed to be living in sort of two worlds, heaven and earth. Of course, we don't leave this earth until that great day, but we also can have this life where we live in the heavenly realm on a regular basis. Talk about that. Well, you know, I have an advantage that some people don't have, of course, but because of that advantage, um, the Lord sent me back to explain what it was like to be on the other side and then come back and help people cross over and live a life that's very successful and to get your prayers answered. And so living in two worlds is actually what every Christian does every day. And um, it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. It's true just the same. So when I came back, I felt like people needed to know some things. And I go over it in detail in this book. And I'm telling you, it'll change your life when you realize that your prayers can be answered. But you've got to know that you live in two realms, two worlds. Kevin, I'm going to put you on the spot. When you say on the other side, I mean, what is that like, being on the other side? Well... When you, um, when you are absent from the body, you are present with the Lord. 
And so if you had your body on an operating table and all of a sudden you're looking at you, at it uh, and you're separate from it, and then you, Jesus comes and takes you away from your body, that's what I'm talking about. The spirit realm is real, and our spirit is in contact with that realm because spirit is communicating with spirit. However, when we're in the flesh, it it kind of is like veiled. So people need to understand when they pray, they have to understand that they're operating in the spirit realm and that the Holy Spirit is going to lead us into truth. And so being on the other side and, and is like a, a I'd say I'd say this. This this is the thing that, that most people don't understand. They're spiritual beings, but they're in a body. So their body is kind of like a suit that you put on to live in this realm in the earth. So when you pray, you're not. This is a spiritual exercise, but you're doing it in your earth suit. I like that. Now, when you seek the Lord like you do, and you spend a lot of time with the Lord, do you find yourself in in these heavenly realms, or do you kind of live there on a regular basis? Talk about that. Well, the truth of it is, is that sometimes I don't feel a thing, and but Jesus told me that when you don't feel a thing. It's it's your chance to step into the supernatural. So I tell people everywhere, and I, I go over that in this book, is that that sometimes you don't feel anything, but you have to activate your spiritual uh, person by praying in the Holy Ghost, and you in you encounter God when you encounter Him by praying in the Spirit, and you don't allow your flesh or your mind uh, to overcome that, and. You know, in other words, you don't try to reason out things in your mind, and you don't let your body keep you um, tied to this realm. There's a there's a way to unlatch yourself when you pray, uh, and become more conscious of the fact that you're seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. And so, let me get this straight, because I know there's a lot of people that are listening that would be like, like I was, like, what? You have had all these incredible encounters with the Lord, and you 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 yourself, you don't always feel the feeling of being in that heavenly heavenly realm, but you press through, is what you're saying, until you get to that place. Yes, I found because of a lot of studies of people um, that have lived on the earth and been great men and women of God, and the fact that Jesus showed me the key to what they had learned, including people like Enoch, explained to me that they they were heroes only because they went further than their mind and their body wanted them to. If you understand that they had to overcome the mind and the body as far as wanting to keep you in this realm, they were able to press through and they became heroes. So anybody on this on this earth who has the, the trust in God to continue to go forward in your prayer time and deny yourself and let the Spirit of God essentially um, blow your sails full there and get you on your way, those people become the heroes. And uh, everyone can do that, but see, if you if you would see it as I saw it, I saw where people fell short because they gave up too soon. So, just to go back to what you were saying there, how do you sort of bypass your mind and your emotions to press in? Because I I think a lot of people are in that place, Kevin, where they 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 want the breakthrough, they want to experience the miraculous, they want to experience Jesus, they want to experience their the presence of God. But they have a hard time because their body's in pain, or they've tried this quote unquote many times and it hasn't worked. How do you say to your mind, in a sense, you go over there to your emotions, your soul, you go over there, I'm going to seek God until I find him? Yeah, I, I get it, Ryan, because I, I totally understand this. I, I worked at a job for 29 years, I've listened to um, the secular world tell me and give me input. So I totally understand. Of course, I um, I understand this because I'm a human being too, as well. So, but what it is is you have to create an environment where you're not interrupted. So you have to have 30 minutes at least where you control your environment. So you you have don't have the interruptions, and also that's why I put out CDs with uh, godly music and and um, soaking music because I want to create an atmosphere uh, where uh, your spirit can soar, and and music helps that. And so you create this atmosphere where you don't focus on 
anything about your body or your mind. And it's not um, mind control or mind over matter or anything like that. It's just setting your um, your sights on Jesus and focusing on God. And, and um, I found that if you can do that, and um, also I found that I have to have really gotten into the Word of God so that my mind becomes transformed. So it's renewed, and then by the Word of God, according to Romans, uh, where Paul talks about that. So these are all real important keys. But God told me, he said, you got to teach people to create an environment um, where it's conducive to the Spirit of God uh, taking you into His world and His realm. Now, when people are breaking through to that place of experiencing God in prayer— and you being on the other side and saw what's taking place, what is actually taking place in the spirit when we're wrestling with our mind, will, and emotions and pressing into the secret place? What's going on in the spirit at that time or heaven? Man, that's a good question, Ryan. I'm telling you, this is why I did not want to come back. I actually, <laughs> when I saw what was going on uh, when I was over with him, I, I didn't want to come back because there is war going on. The minute that somebody sets their their heart and their face toward God to seek him, they unleash fury against you because if you get any momentum in prayer, in the Spirit, you become unstoppable. And I mean that. I mean, I want to repeat that because I want people to know that you can become unstoppable because you pursue and you break through. So there is a warfare that goes on. So until you reach this place of rest where you pray and you, you know that you're going to get your answer, and then you feel this place of rest, then you realize that you're not warring against doubt anymore, that faith takes the promise and implements it by revelation of the Holy Spirit. That's good. That's I like that. Now, you have a story, of speaking of warring, where you were praying in tongues uh, fervently, uh, and that that caused you to have this amazing visitation with an angel um, in around 2016. What happened? Tell us that whole story. Well, it goes like this. It's one of the most profound things that ever happened to me because I know it's going to help people, and that's why I like this story. What happened was is that I didn't know it, but very shortly after this happened, um, I was asked by Jesse Duplantis, uh, to be ordained by him and become his spiritual son. And so when this uh, warfare happened, I realized that the enemy was uh, conducting a preemptive attack against me and my wife. So this is what happened. I could not stop praying in tongues. So it went on for a whole day. And then at night, Ryan, I, I went to, uh, to lay down, go to bed. I could not sleep. So I prayed the whole night through as well. So now we're going through a 24-hour period without sleep and praying in tongues. So then the next day I started again, and when I got to go to bed the second night, I laid there the whole night again praying in tongues and could not sleep. This went on for three days. And at the end of the third day, I, I broke through. And what happened was I was laying there beside my wife praying in the Spirit, quietly, and I heard a gust of wind outside, and um, then I heard a tree branch break, a large one, and, and fall to the ground near our house. So I got up and looked out the window, and it was kind of strange because it was a full moon, and it was pretty bright out there because of that full moon. And um, so I thought, well, that doesn't make sense uh, to have uh, wind like that if there's no clouds. And there were a couple clouds, and I saw them part all of a sudden, and I saw a figure come in between the clouds at a high rate of speed. And then I saw that it was a man, but it was a very large man, and he was flying through the air. It was an angel, and when he got to the golf course in our backyard, he put his feet forward and, start, and just started running toward me when he landed. Um, he ran right into the house and grabbed me, and he... He picked me up so that I was laying flat against his chest with my back against his chest, and he picked me up. Now, Kevin, this wasn't a vision. This happened. No, this is physically, I was up. Wow. It it literally physically happened. I don't understand how he went through our wall, but he came at a high rate of speed. When he picked me up, I was dangling three feet off the ground. So you can imagine if I'm six foot one and he picks me up and places me against his chest, holding me, giving me a bear hug. Um, you can imagine if I was three feet off the ground, how tall he was. Right. And I, yeah, so he breathed in and I felt his chest expand and he was huge. And when he hugged me, my um, right cheek went against his left cheek as he's holding me really close. And um, 
he said to me, he said, this is what, how we take care of the enemy from this side. And I, he said, look. And I looked, and about 20 miles away in the spirit were three demons that were coming from the city of New Orleans. They were foul devils that were um, the heads of that city. And we live about 30 miles away. And they were coming toward me. And um, when they got closer, he let that wind out of his uh, lungs. It blew those demons, and they tumbled backwards the whole way back to the city, which is like 20 miles. And he just, like, laughed. He said, this is how we take care of this on the other side. And he set me back down, turned around, ran, and jumped into the air and flew back to heaven. <laughs> just, my goodness. It was just as... It just changed my life. I thought it was that easy. But she said, because you had prayed, we've come to help you. So, in other words, Kevin, you got an up-close and personal visit from an angel to show you, and and those who are listening, and, and it's in your book, and that that's what's taking place. When you pray, when you pray fervently, and you pray diligently, and get the heart of God, that these angels come to assist us. And take care of business on our behalf. Is that is that what you're saying? Yes. When my prayers were heard, and so is everyone that's listening to this, their prayers are heard. The angels are sent to answer our prayers, and they assist in an awesome supernatural way when we exercise the authority that God has imparted to us. And I've got some boldness by praying in tongues for 36 hours. <laughs> now, before we go to break, I'm just going to jump into this because it, this is what came up in my spirit. How do we position ourselves so that these angels are immediately sent to work on our behalf? Well, Ryan, it's a really good question, but see, the intricate way that angels work is based on the Holy Spirit, who is communicating with every angel throughout the universe. So you have the Holy Spirit who is giving out commands and coordinating. So if we allow the Holy Spirit's power to influence every part of our being in our life, that mighty power will enable um, us to pray ourselves right into the answer, and it coordinates with the angels, because the Holy Spirit only prays out the will of God, and the angels hearken unto the voice of the God, and they only do the Lord's bidding. So if you can see how this is all in, coordinated into one big effort, and we can stand in His ability, we just have to get out of our own ability. In fact, the Holy Spirit doesn't come in in our strength. He comes in when we're weak. It says in uh, Romans eight twenty six. it says that he will come and take hold of us in our weakness and help us to pray. So I see what you're saying. If, if we connect in a deeper way with the Holy Spirit, then he's releasing those angels to work on our behalf. Yeah, actually, Ryan, on the other side, Jesus told me that my answer is already on the way as my prayer leaves my lips. Now, your brand new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, uh, Kevin, it really impacted me and, and impacted uh, those who read it as well uh, to prepare for this show. It, you can I'm not just saying this. You can feel the presence of God through the whole reading. It would, I wanted to read a chapter, then go pray. Read another chapter, then go pray. T tell us, how, this, this book basically came to you by revelation, correct? Yeah, in a, in, a, in a short amount of time that I have, I just want to tell you that one morning, me and my wife were, were, ta were talking after we had had a session of praying in tongues, and that's what we do in the morning. So after a couple hours of that, then the Holy Spirit will start to bring up revelation. So when people pray in tongues, they don't, don't expect something to come right away, because it'll work its way up. So with my wife, she said, you know what, Kevin, I feel like you're supposed to write a book on prayer, because you just totally understand that and what Jesus taught you. So I said, you know what, you're right. So I went up and started the first chapter of this book. So while I'm doing that, I got a call uh, from Sid Roth, and he's confirmed it. He said, the Lord has told me you're supposed to write a book on prayer. And I said, Sid, I just started it this morning. And wow. so it's a confirmation. It's like it just came to me. I actually had to read the book over again, and I didn't even remember most of what I had written. I had to read <laughs> it again myself. Now, when you read this book, I'm telling you, you're going to learn how to be effective in prayer. And nobody wants to take, uh, for instance, a bow and arrow and just shoot at random targets everywhere. When you read this book, you're going to, you're going to, 
have the right tools to pray the right way to get the right results for what you need in your life. I'm telling you, you're going to learn to experience God in the heavenly realms. He also did an exclusive two CD set for us called Getting the Attention of Heaven. And he is going to teach you keys on that CD set that Jesus himself showed Kevin with how to get the attention of heaven. And also included, this is powerful, uh, Kevin, you also include in your uh, package here a your brand new soaking CD called Destiny. Talk about that. Well, how Destiny happened was uh, I just got uh, the whole thing um, by revelation, and I just put it out uh, on my uh, in my studio. Um, when I came back from heaven, I could play nine instruments without lessons, and so the Lord told me that I should capture the sounds of heaven and then put them on a CD so that people could listen to it and create that environment that we talked about when we go into prayer. So I have an environment of heaven in this CD. It is it is the most amazing thing that I have ever done. This one it tops anything, and I'm I'm just excited because I want people to have that environment of heaven and that touch that I got from the other side being with Jesus for 45 minutes is transferred into that CD. Okay, so all these resources, they're brand new, exclusive to It's Supernatural. The book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, the two CD set, Getting Heaven's Attention, and the Soaking CD, Destiny. Now, when we come back, I want Kevin to share what Jesus told him was the single most important activity that you could engage in while you're here on this earth to open the door to the supernatural. We'll be right back. During dental surgery, Kevin Zadai died on the operating table. He had an out-of-body experience. He found himself standing on the other side of the veil, watching the doctor and his assistants working to revive his lifeless body. Jesus appeared to him in that operating room, and Kevin had an encounter with heaven. Now, Kevin wants to give you the supernatural keys Jesus gave him on how to get all your prayers answered. This is an impartation. This is a direct uh, instruction about prayer from heaven. Call now and get Kevin Zadai's powerful brand new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, and his two-part audio CD teaching, Getting Heaven's Attention, plus his anointed heavenly soaking music CD, Destiny, exclusive for our rich supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9518. You will receive Kevin's brand new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, Supernatural Secrets on a Lifestyle of Answered Prayer. Through this book, you will sense the presence of God in a way like never before. Access supernatural answers from the throne of God. Develop an experiential relationship with Jesus through one heavenly visitation after another. Infuse your prayers with supernatural power and authority. Understand that when you pray in the Spirit, it produces angelic visitations. Begin to experience angels being assigned to assist you in a new supernatural way. It's exciting because Jesus is teaching you in this book, and He promised that if everyone will pray according to what He has already spoken in the Word of God, that they will get all their prayers answered. Through Kevin's powerful two-part audio CD teaching, Getting Heaven's Attention, you will learn the supernatural keys that Jesus Himself showed Kevin in How to Get the Attention of Heaven. Learn how you can have 100% success in your prayer life. The CD series includes anointed prayers and powerful impartation as Kevin prays over you. I will impart to you what God imparted to me through Jesus Christ in the visitation. He taught me how to pray, but he also gave me an impartation that's on these CDs. Plus, you will receive this bonus, Kevin's atmospheric Holy Spirit-led full immersion music on audio CD entitled Destiny. Before Kevin Zadai visited heaven, he didn't have any musical skills. Now, supernaturally, he can play nine musical instruments. After recording this music, as Kevin and others listened, to their amazement they heard the voices of angels. This music came by way of revelation. It contains the sound of heaven. You will be ushered beyond the veil into heaven's atmosphere. Get ready to bring the glory of God right into your home, your car, your office, or wherever you listen. Do you realize if you can have every prayer answered, what kind of 
difference it's going to make in your life? You can change things on earth so they'll be as heaven in your life. Don't miss out on getting Kevin Zadai's powerful brand new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, and his two-part audio CD teaching, Getting Heaven's Attention, plus his anointed heavenly soaking music CD, Destiny, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9518. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9518 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We're back here with Kevin Zadai, and I'm telling you, every time we talk to Kevin, you can literally feel the presence of God. He he lives in that presence on a regular basis, and he he wants to teach you how to do the same. And a lot of it comes from, or most of it, according to what he has taught in his book and so on and so forth, is the single most important thing that Jesus taught you uh, when you saw him face-to-face was to do what? He told me, uh, Ryan, that the single most important thing that you can do to participate in the supernatural and encounter the supernatural was to pray in the Spirit, which is also called praying in tongues. And the Apostle Paul gave us instruction throughout the book of Corinthians, both books, and in the book of Romans he refers to this. And it is so important that people don't realize it. And so I was sent back to emphasize this because people need to enter in. You know, and it's time, Ryan, it's time for people to start praying in the Spirit more. Now, could you give us a little background here as far as uh, our supernatural insight? Because there, there are many people that are listening that don't pray in the Holy Spirit. There's many that do. And if you do not have your prayer language, and Sid likes to call it God talk, you just, as Kevin is sharing, I want you to just say, Lord, I pray that you descend on me with your Holy Spirit and that you will give me my supernatural language and then just begin to let it flow and then write us and tell us uh, what's happening to you. But even while we're doing this interview, I want you to ask the, the, the Lord to give you the gift of the Holy Spirit with speaking in tongues. Now, behind the scenes, Kevin, what is taking place when we pray in the Holy Spirit? Well, first of all, Ryan, I want to emphasize that when the Spirit of God finally was revealed and came on the day of Pentecost, Jesus had already told them to wait for him and that he was very important. He was one like Jesus, he said, one like me, who will come and will be a comforter, a standby, and um, you know, many adjectives he used. So I wanted to emphasize the fact that when the Holy Spirit came for the first time, he came with fire. There were tongues of fire on their head. He came with a mighty rushing wind, um, number two. And he also, when he came, when he when he came, they got utterance. But the utterance was not in their own language. So you got the third one, which utterance came. And this was in a supernatural language that was not their own. And number four is, is that the people observed these um, these um, individuals that got uh, the Holy Spirit on them, they observed that they were drunk because they said it's such a uh, early time in the day and they're already drunk. And so you got to remember these four things. The Holy Spirit, man, when he comes, I mean, there it, there's a change, and and these are the four things that you got to keep in mind. So what's happening on the other side, Ryan, is the Holy Spirit knows God's will because according to First uh, Corinthians chapter two, um, that whole chapter two talks about how the Spirit knows the heart of God, it knows the mind of God, and it says that uh, those spiritual uh, truths will be transferred to our spirit, and so. He even says that I hasn't seen or ear heard what God has, has in store for those who love him, but it's been revealed by the Holy Spirit. So you got to remember that, that there's things written about everyone that's praying. And when the Holy Spirit sides with you, he's going to help you to pray out the mysteries, which are mysteries to you, but they're not mysteries to God. And he's the spirit of truth. So guess what? We get to pray out the truth about ourselves, and we're talking to God, not to man. And you have said before that many times when we're praying in tongues, we're praying into our own future and destiny. Oh, yeah. We're actually reading from our books, Ryan. It's it's even more profound than that. You're actually stating the truth 
about you in heaven. And that's why sometimes people get discouraged because they they say, well, I'm saying the same thing, you know, a lot of times. I And um, what I tell them is, is that that spirit is emphasizing the truth and he's repeating it and the angels are being dispatched and the enemy is being also pushed back. So when you're speaking things that sound like you're saying the same thing, you're just enforcing um, the truth about what's being said about you. It's profound. It's It's what Jesus said, on earth as it is in heaven, correct? Yeah, yeah. when you think about what Jesus said, he, he said that's how we're supposed to pray. We're supposed to pray that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that thy kingdom come. Well, there's only one particular way that Jesus and the Godhead instituted for us to have a supernatural transaction. Think about this. You're taking something that's spiritual, and you're bringing it into this realm, and you're doing it with your mouth. You're taking spiritual words, and you're making them a physical sound, and they're coming into this world. And once you say it, it's a transaction. But see, it didn't come from you. It came from the Holy Spirit. It came from the other realm. And the the devil hears that. The angels hear that. And things start happening all around you. That's why it's an exciting time that we're in, that we're getting back to praying in the Spirit. I'm very excited about this. That's so good. Now, speaking of the Holy Spirit, you talk about the Holy Spirit has the ability to influence every part of your being. In fact, you say that by His power, and I like this, it will enable you to pray yourself into your answer. What does that mean? Well, essentially, the Spirit of God picks you up, He lifts you up, and He, he takes you. And um, we, we actually have a destination, and the destination is wherever the kingdom of God is going. And so as a Christian, if you want to participate in what God's doing, He's expanding through His kingdom, and the Spirit is, is doing that. So we're being ushered into the, what the kingdom's doing. So every one of us, as a Christian, we're going in the same direction, and that's where the kingdom is going. But the kingdom, see, is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says that the kingdom is. So we're actually being ushered into righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Now, you actually had a really powerful—you've had many powerful encounters, uh, uh, heavenly encounters, but you had one in particular— where the Lord taught you about walking and knowing in His will, not just maybe about healing, but just in general. And and I'm going to jump ahead to the end of this uh, vision, where you said that Jesus said, I am limited by people's lack of revelation of who I am. And that really impacted me because it's not just for healing. It's about maybe finances or or the will of God for my life or the destiny of my life. But talk about this encounter that you had, this vision, where Jesus literally took you back 2,000 years ago. Yeah, he, he did, Ryan. He took me back to the pool of Bethesda, and um, I, was, I was standing there and watching him uh, talking to this man. And um, he, he wanted uh, Jesus to know that he always got left out when this supernatural random act would happen where the water would be stirred. And if, if somebody got in right away, that the power from that angel stirring that water um, would actually heal the person. And so um, the Lord showed me um, in, in another way in modern times how people, even in a, dis- a disability, like in a wheelchair, so to speak, um, if a person doesn't discern who's talking to them, like this guy at the pool did not discern Jesus as being the Son of God or even a healer. He just he just uh, thought he was someone that was well able to put him in just in case while there was uh, the conversation was going on, if the water stirred, could you, you know, put me in first, you know? And so many people, Jesus said, are like this today. So if you're in a wheelchair and Jesus comes up to you, you might uh, think, well, here's somebody that can push me across the street or take me to the grocery store or, um, you know, just sit and play a game with me because I'm lonely. And Jesus said, I would do that because that's the, what they saw me as, is a pusher of a wheelchair or somebody who could play a game with them or go to the grocery store for them. But he said, this man did not discern the day of his visitation. And he said, that's why people don't get healed, is because they don't discern 
that Jesus could, could heal them instantly and that they have to put their trust in him. It doesn't matter how long it takes for the manifestation to happen. However, people are waiting for some sort of random thing, uh, even today. And um, this man was waiting for this random thing to happen when Jesus could have just laid hands on him right there. And so Jesus said that he was limited uh, by the lack of, of revelation of who he was. And he went also into this uh, incident where he was in his hometown. He said, Kevin, he said, I have walked in the power of my father, but in my hometown, because they saw me as a carpenter's son, he said, that's what they got. They got a carpenter's son. He said, but if they would have discerned me as the Messiah, they would have had a lot of miracles. But it says that they, he could not perform miracles there because of their unbelief. And Jesus said it's because they didn't discern um, their day of visitation and they didn't discern um, who I was, he said. So that's profound, isn't it, that the Son of God could be limited by our unbelief. And so we break off those limitations, so to speak, by taking Jesus at his word, correct? Yeah, in other words, you got to discern that that his word and who he is as a person are the same, that he's not a separate from his word. Um, he is known by his word. It is is who he is. It's his personality. And so there there is this place where you get to know him, and then that your trust builds up to where you receive anything. You're, you receive miracles every day, but it has to do with trust. It has to do with discerning him as being the end of your faith. And we remember that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever if he if Kevin has had an encounter with the Lord, you can have an encounter with the Lord today. If Jesus healed somebody 2,000 years ago, he will heal you today. He is, it's knowing his character, his personality, his heart. I love that, Kevin. I love how you teach about the heart of who Jesus really is. And, and the more that we die to self, the more we get to experience and encounter the person of Jesus and the Holy Spirit's flow in our life. And, and in your book, you actually have a little section there about dying to self, but it's unique in that a lot of times we hear it in kind of a, the rhetoric of legalism, like, you know, die to self, you know, your people are yelling and screaming, you got to die, you got to die. And yes, we do have to die to self. But you have been to the other side where you see that if we lay down our lives, how extraordinary our life on earth can be if we say no to sin, no to the flesh, and yes to God. What did the Lord show you about dying to self? Well, Ryan, I'm so glad you're asking this because it is so profound. It is probably um, the most, one of the most um, profound things that Jesus told me. He said, listen, he said there's a process. And he said, if you don't... Um, if you don't have death, you don't have resurrection. So he said people are wanting resurrection without death. And he said that you can't have resurrection until you die. So, you know, the Apostle Paul talked about this a lot. And it's so uh, interesting that we skip over these things, but they are so important. So um, Paul knew what it was to die and that it was gain for him to live um by faith in the Son of God, that his, the life that he lived now was not his own anymore, and that the same power that rose Jesus from the dead rose us up with him and then seated us with him in the heavenly realms. But now we are not offensive to the Lord anymore because we we can really grieve the Holy Spirit if we're just trying to do things and it's a hit and miss thing. But when someone has really sincerely handed their heart over to God— and they're not influenced by the spirit of this world anymore, and they're not influenced by fear of, of, of the unknown, but they just fear the Lord in a, in a respectful way. I'm telling you that the Holy Spirit will come in and fill you up and resurrect you. But once again, I have to state this. Jesus told me, he said, my people want resurrection power, but they don't want to go through the process of dying. <laughs> Yeah, not everybody likes to hear that part, but if you if you want to experience and encounter God, that's what it takes. And in fact, Kevin, you have, like everybody else, uh, you've had to learn how to die to self and uh, leave many things behind. And and uh, we don't have time to go uh, into this on this program, 
but you worked at the uh, airline as a, uh, for many, 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 many years. In fact, you had enough personal knowledge. You could have been flying the plane, but you were a flight attendant, and you had to learn uh, a lot about dying to uh, yourself, dying to your will, and the Lord has really blessed you because of that. And in fact, you had a visitation one night where you woke up with your name being called. What happened? Well, I was going through a really hard time, um, like we all do. But I'm just like one of those people that I don't mind telling people that I'm going through a hard time, and I don't mind telling this story because I want people to know that it's not easy living down here. And, you know, once we realize that other people go through things too, um, it kind of helps us. So what happened was is that I heard my name being called one night, and I couldn't understand uh, because there was no uh, nobody was with me. So I woke up, and I opened my eyes, and I could see Jesus. He was kneeling uh, right at the head of my bed or right beside my face and um, calling my name, and he had done it several times. He kept calling it, and I looked, and he was within eight inches of my face. <laughs> and um, he said, he said, um, I know it's really difficult right now for you, Kevin. He said, but you, can you stay in there with me just a little longer? Um, he said, do you understand? He said, um, you, you um, are qualifying to walk with me shoulder to shoulder for eternity and rule and reign with me. And it's just a little longer. And he said, I know it's hard right now, but just stay in step. He used those words, stay in step with me. And he said, just feel my shoulder against your shoulder. He said, I'm walking with you. Isn't that profound? That's powerful. That's powerful to have Jesus come kneel next to you. Yeah, and two months were like broke after that. And so, you know, one of the things that is so powerful about your ministry, Kevin, and for those who are listening— is I, I personally believe that Kevin has had so many personal face-to-face encounters with Jesus and has this revelation so you and I can read this and say, ah, now I get it. Now I understand that when I pray, this is happening. And, of course, we can learn that through the Word, but it takes teachers and preachers and prophets to help us sometimes. And through this brand-new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, I am telling you, This book will change your life because you'll learn that even the simple things that you think are maybe even insignificant that you're doing before the Lord is making a major impact in the kingdom. Now, this brand new book, uh, Kevin, this came by revelation. What is what is some of the main things people are going to receive from reading this book? Well, Ryan, like everything that I do, it's based on what Jesus sent me back for, and that was is that I was to tell people the truth about Jesus and about what I saw. And the second thing, which is the, the, the funnest part of this, is that every book, every CD, everything that I do, every sermon, it has to do with impartation. Jesus said, Kevin, you just, when you speak, when you write, in there and getting an impartation, the hearers are getting an impartation from heaven, and it's substantial and it's permanent. So everything that is done in my life is based on the fact that the agreement between me and Jesus was, if I was sent back, that whatever results come about by sowing the word, it's going to be permanent. It's fruit that lasts. So that's what people are going to get from this book. It, it is total immersion and impartation, and a lot of what you get will not be known in the mental realm. It'll be something where you'll see that you start to move in the things of God because your spirit, you'll hear things unlocking inside yourself. And that very thing is what's happening to me as I read the book. It, it really just, I knew something was being impacted in my spirit and in the spirit realm. So you need to get a hold of these resources. His brand new book, Praying from Heavenly Realms, and the two CD set, Getting Heaven's Attention, where Kevin literally teaches how you can put heaven in a corner so they will do nothing but act on your behalf. They just have to act. They just have to move on your behalf because you cornered heaven. And I love that. And also his brand new soaking CD, Destiny. Now, when we come back, Kevin's going to share how to break free from this 
losing momentum spiritually. He's going to teach how you can stay in momentum, stay in step with the Spirit. And also, I want you to hear a fun story about how Jesus himself taught Kevin how to play the saxophone. We'll be right back. During dental surgery, Kevin Zadai died on the operating table. He had an out-of-body experience. He found himself standing on the other side of the veil, watching the doctor and his assistants working to revive his lifeless body. Jesus appeared to him in that operating room, and Kevin had an encounter with heaven. Now, Kevin wants to give you the supernatural keys Jesus gave him on how to get all your prayers answered. This is an impartation. This is a direct uh, instruction about prayer from heaven. Call now and get Kevin Zadai's powerful brand new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, and his two-part audio CD teaching, Getting Heaven's Attention, plus his anointed heavenly soaking music CD, Destiny, exclusive for our rich supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9518. You will receive Kevin's brand new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, Supernatural Secrets on a Lifestyle of Answered Prayer. Through this book, you will sense the presence of God in a way like never before. Access supernatural answers from the throne of God. Develop an experiential relationship with Jesus through one heavenly visitation after another. Infuse your prayers with supernatural power and authority. Understand that when you pray in the Spirit, it produces angelic visitations. Begin to experience angels being assigned to assist you in a new supernatural way. It's exciting because Jesus is teaching you in this book, and He promised that if everyone will pray according to what He has already spoken in the Word of God, that they will get all their prayers answered. Through Kevin's powerful two-part audio CD teaching, Getting Heaven's Attention, you will learn the supernatural keys that Jesus Himself showed Kevin in how to get the attention of Heaven. Learn how you can have 100% success in your prayer life. The CD series includes anointed prayers and powerful impartation as Kevin prays over you. I will impart to you what God imparted to me through Jesus Christ in the visitation. He taught me how to pray, but he also gave me an impartation that's on these CDs. Plus, you will receive this bonus, Kevin's atmospheric Holy Spirit-led full immersion music on audio CD entitled Destiny. Before Kevin Zadai visited heaven, he didn't have any musical skills. Now, supernaturally, he can play nine musical instruments. After recording this music, as Kevin and others listened, to their amazement they heard the voices of angels. This music came by way of revelation. It contains the sound of heaven. You will be ushered beyond the veil into heaven's atmosphere. Get ready to bring the glory of God right into your home, your car, your office, or wherever you listen. Do you realize if you can have every prayer answered, what kind of difference it's going to make in your life. You can change things on earth so they'll be as heaven in your life. Don't miss out on getting Kevin Zadai's powerful brand new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, and his two-part audio CD teaching, Getting Heaven's Attention, plus his anointed heavenly soaking music CD, Destiny, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9518. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9518 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We're back with Kevin Zadai, and we're learning how to stay in step with Jesus, encountering the Holy Spirit, praying in the Holy Ghost. I mean, this is stuff that just stirs you up on the inside. Now, Kevin, one of the reasons when, when you had died, you, you literally didn't want to come back, and I don't blame you. I would have fought tooth and nail myself, but uh, you know you had to, and Jesus asked you to come back. One of the reasons that you didn't want to come back, though, was because you saw on the other side how this world was so full of evil spirits, and they're constantly trying to bombard God's people, and you know they're assigned. You actually say... And, and we know this, but the, these evil spirits are assigned to keep human beings in bondage. And Kevin, there are many people that are listening that have done this whole thing where you take two steps forward in the spirit, so to speak, and then one step back. And they constantly feel like they can't get the momentum to seek the Lord continually. But the Lord has taught you some things about this. What, what, what did the Lord show you? It's, it's profound what I saw because 
um, I was completely unveiled and could see. Um, so the whole thing was like I, I could I could see clearly what was going on, and I thought to myself, Ryan, if I ever came back, I would sure live a different life, knowing what I knew, because everything that I suspected it was it was happening, and the, the spirit of God was trying to show me uh, for my Christian life uh, how to overcome. But now, um, seeing from the other side, I thought I don't want to go back to that. But this is this is what I call. Uh, these evil spirits that are assigned, I call them momentum breakers, and they're assigned to people, they're assassins, and um, their whole goal is never to allow Christians to get into a pace to win their race. So once you get past a certain point, they cannot stop you. Did you hear what I said? They yes. cannot stop you. Okay, so if you notice, certain people are heroes because they seem to be walking in victory. They seem to be, you know, successful at what they do, and they're being led by God. But see, few find this narrow road, but you have to find this. You have to, you have to uh, find the narrow road and the narrow way. That narrow way is, is that you stay in there, and you break free by gaining momentum. And it, it's, it's one of those things where people are, are not discerning that evil spirits, they cannot ever be redeemed. Uh, they will they will never uh, ever get back uh, what they've lost. So they can't win. So their whole goal is to make sure that human beings don't win either. They're out, and Christians are in. So remember that, that they're assassins. So you, you <laughs> I, I, it's a strong term, but if you don't see it the way I saw it, you can't win against these these guys. You you have to realize that these evil spirits are working to get people to act on the impulses of their flesh. And they speak lies to these people uh, concerning themselves, and they're totally false, and they have feelings that aren't even theirs. So these spirits project feelings, and they get people to slow down and start considering what they're feeling, what they're seeing. But the Holy Spirit and angels are ready to act and push back these darknesses, uh, these dark spirits. So the people haven't learned to deny the flesh. And um, so you have to um, get rid of pride, and you have to uh, cry out to God, and you have to reach your potential by allowing the Spirit of God to get you to that place where the momentum is so strong that these spirits, hey, they completely lose their grip. I saw this. This is something that when I came back in my body, I had to remind myself every day because it will slip from you. What I just said in the last five minutes will slip from people if they do not remind themselves of it every day because the enemy knows if they break this um, through this and get momentum, he cannot stop them. That's so good. In, in fact, you talk about how the enemy builds up these lying campaigns against us, like the military calls a disinformation campaign. And and one of the things that the enemy loves to do is lie to us, even about who we are and our destiny. How does that all work into what you're saying as well? Well, you you have to realize that there is absolute truth in heaven, like I said before, and you have to rehearse what's true. And you can't believe everything you see and everything you hear. We we don't go by our feelings. We don't go by even our perception. That's why this book is so important, because through the book, I, I, I systematically, through the Holy Spirit, take you into a place where you have God's perspective of your life. And it can be achieved even in the body. It has to do with the focus on seated with Christ in the heavenly realms, and that the life we live now is not based on our, our, our feelings or our perception. It's based on what God has already established and said about us. And um, the, this, this reality of the kingdom is advancing, and we are going with it. It's, it's a win-win situation once you get past this, uh, this momentum breaker, this assignment uh, against you. But I want to tell you, Ryan, when I saw these things, they were aimed at people, and even my friends, I I hurt because I realized that we don't know the truth about what kind of war we're in down here. That's good, absolutely. And, and we get those uh, revelations by spending time in a secret place, correct? Yeah, the secret place 
is based on on total immersion. So remember that the phrase total immersion is the environment of heaven, and you're right there in the shadow of the Most High. It says in Psalms 91 that it's impossible for anything to touch you, anything to happen to you in that place. If you read those verses in Psalms 91, Jesus told me that a lot of Christians don't qualify for for the benefits of what are said there because they're not in the secret place. In other words, they have to be in the shadow of the Most High, which had to do with the cherubim wings that cover God. And there was a little bit of a shadow on the uh, Ark of the Covenant, and David and Moses both talked about this, that there was a a place where the glory Shekinah was on the mercy seat, but the Shekinah glory was also uh, covered with these cherub wings on each side. And if you got close enough on one side there, there was a little bit of a shadow that was cast from the wings of the cherubim, you know, because God doesn't have wings. So it's it's not his wings, it's the cherubim that covers him. And of course, I saw this in heaven, but we need to be that close, and nothing can touch us, according to Psalms 91, when we're in the secret place of the Most High. So if we want the entire chapter of Psalm 91 to work on our behalf, we have to first do verse 1, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. If we do that well, you're saying then the rest of Psalm 91 will follow. Yes, and and Jesus said a lot of Christians don't qualify because they're not in that uh, secret place. They're not in the shadow. It's impossible for God to lie. So he, what he says in Psalms 91 will happen to you if you make him um, your dwelling place. It's, see, since it's impossible for God to lie, it says there that clearly the enemy cannot touch you, period. And there's so many promises in Psalm 91. The, the reason why this is really impacting me as you're saying it, because it, I know if I just live in the secret place and dwell under his shadow and just live in fellowship with him, which you say is basically the key. In fact, you said that about King David, and I love his life, his life story, and I've never heard anybody say it like this, is that David uh, desired to have God with him all the time. Yeah, he said many times uh, different things about, like, where is God so that I can find him and talk with him and meet with him? Um, David uh, was, uh, (laughs) he was a throne room junkie is what I was called (laughs) uh, one time by somebody. I'm a throne room junkie. I just, I want to be in the throne room because I'm addicted to the Spirit of God and the glory of God and being in His presence, because um, I live by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Um, It's it's life and it's it's breath to me. Now, speaking of life and breath, you had an encounter with Jesus. This is incredible. First of all, and you said earlier on the program, that when you came back from the dead, you could play nine instruments uh, without ever being taught. I mean, that's just, that alone is incredible. But tell me how Jesus taught you how to play the saxophone. Well, I was having um, I was having a little bit of irritation uh, with one of the instruments. Um, it was a soprano saxophone, which um, you know my dad has played for sixty eight years professionally, and he he said it's a very hard instrument to play, and I could play it out of the a box when I ordered it because it was a miracle. However. I didn't feel that I had mastered it. So one morning, I when I woke up, you know, um, I'm kind of waking up and I'm getting out of bed, and I looked, and Jesus is standing right there beside my bed. And I looked, he had this beautiful golden saxophone, but it was a straight one. Um, it was called a soprano. Um, and, and um, you know, you can see this, like Kenny G played one. And, and I, the, the bottom line was um, he... He played it, and it was beautiful, and then he hands it to me, and I'm looking at my wife. She's there sleeping. I'm thinking, is this really happening? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, you play. And um, I said, oh, Jesus, I can't play like that, because it was amazing what he played. And Jesus is a musician, you know, and he, he uh, hands it to me. And um, I said, Lord, I can't make it sound like you did. He said, that's because you're not doing it right. So he said, Kevin, he said, look around you. And so I looked, and all around me was this beautiful golden air, and it had like some blue um, hue hue in it, too. Like it was like a bluish gold. And he said, that is the air of heaven. He said, breathe that in first, then put the mouthpiece to your mouth and blow the 
air from heaven out through it. So I did that. I took that air in. It went inside me, and then I put uh, the saxophone to my mouth, and I started to play. And it sounded just like Jesus had played. And he said, you see, he said, you just weren't doing it right. (laughs) Wow. You have to play the breath of heaven out of your instruments. And it just changed everything. So now, I mean, I have sounds of heaven coming out of my saxophones when I play. I mean, these encounters that you have with Jesus are absolutely incredible, but they're but they're life giving. They they help us to understand what is going on behind the scenes. And Kevin, before you minister to the people that are listening, you talk about how in your book how to go to the depths in prayer. And I'm reminded of the verse in Psalms where it says, "Deep calls unto deep." And and how Jesus taught you how to pray effectively. And 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 what what did the Lord teach you about that? Well, first of all, um, I just want everybody that's listening to have the frame of mind that Jesus had. You know, He essentially um, left equality with God, came down here, and became a servant, and then He suffered. One of the things that happened to Him, He said, was that He went to the belly of the earth. He said, um, if you read Psalm sixteen. He said, you'll get an understanding of what I went through. So he said, I set the Lord always before me because he's at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. And he said, down there in the depths of of the belly of the earth, he said, I had to reach deep with inside. And that uh, time that he spent down there cleared away for us. So in other words, he cleared a space in the spirit so that when we pray, if we go into the depths that the Spirit will take us, because Jesus cleared it for us. He said, what will happen is, he said, the voice that is stronger in this world will diminish. So like your checkbook might be, uh, it might be uh, uh, almost empty. Your checkbook will be louder than God's voice. You know, your credit cards are maxed out. That might be a voice that's louder than what God is saying. And so even people in your life or circumstances, they talk louder than God's voice. But he said, when you present yourself um, to God and you bow before him and you allow the spirit of God to take you to the depths that Jesus cleared for you in your spirit, you'll pray from a, you're, you're essentially relinquishing your will like Jesus did. He was waiting for the Holy Spirit to raise him from the dead down in the belly. So he came back out of that grave and he said, that's how the depths are when you pray in the Spirit. He said, if you want to go that deep, you can. And he said, you'll get your prayer answered. He said, every time, because I cleared a way for you. And these depths have to do with what he suffered. And Kevin, one of the things that people need cleared uh, for them is their destiny. And before you pray, I know you have a real passion to speak to people about their destiny. In fact, um, when you came back from your encounter with the Lord that in 1992, the Lord showed you several people that you were going to be meeting uh, specifically to talk about their destiny and so on and so forth. But you have a real passion about people's destiny. What is just a few nuggets of what the Lord has shown you about destiny, walking in our destiny? Well, the mindset, Ryan, is this: you have to you have to picture the fact that there are many books written about people's lives, and there's there's intricacies of how it ties together with the whole body of Christ for a certain generation, and then that generation produces another generation. But this is all the kingdom of heaven. It's coordinated in a conference room. And so you have angels that are assigned, and you have this conference room, and you have this command center, and Jesus has invested so much in everyone. So he's written these books about people, so it's his highest priority. So you have to understand that your destiny is tied to heaven. And it's also tied to how you influence people down here as well. And you can actually uh, be a history changer um, in your generation. And a lot of people don't realize how important they are. I mean, I I just came back from Italy where uh, the waitress, uh, not even speaking my language, I got somebody to translate. I said, I was sent back for you. Now, this was 25 years ago when I died, but I'm still being used in this way. I said, you need to give your life to Jesus. And I prayed with her right there, and she gave her life to the Lord. It's, it's still happening. But see, people have to understand that their, their destiny is written in heaven, 
However, it has to be revealed, and our recreated spirit receives that information transmitted from heaven to our spirit, and it's unwrapped and explored and discovered. Kevin, we just want to release you right now to pray, to minister, whatever is on your heart, just for the next minute. Uh, whatever God gives you, uh, if you could just release that to the people listening. Yes, Father, in Jesus' name, I just thank you that I come against every momentum breaker in every listener's life right now. I come against you in the name of Jesus, momentum breakers, you evil spirits, and I drive you out right now. I tell you, I was sent back to drive you out. You let go of God's people. And Father, I just thank you right now that that the eyes of every listener's heart would be enlightened right now, that they would see the hope to which they've been called, that they would know the glorious inheritance of the saints, and that they would know the power that rose Jesus from the dead, that that power right now is quickening the listeners so that their spirit is being taken into the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus and seated. I thank you that they see, Father, that they're far above all these evil spirits and things that are working. And so, Father, I just impart heaven right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, that even their bodies are responding. And I speak healing right now in the spirit, soul, and body in the name of Jesus, and that the books of their destiny would be opened and that they would know the hope to which they've been called now in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, Kevin, your resources, they're all brand new. We talked a lot about your book, which really impacted me personally, deeply. Uh, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, your brand new CD set, Getting Heaven's Attention. I love what you talk about on those CDs. And there's a real impartation on those CDs. But before we close, uh, tell us again about this brand new soaking CD called Destiny. What's gonna, what, what are people going to feel or encounter when they listen to this? Well, right, it is it is uh, above and beyond what I even thought, because what God did on this CD is is immediately, as soon as it starts to play, um, the Lord had, had me uh, do different instruments, and I heard the song of heaven, so I put this on the CD. Immediately, people are going to experience an environment of heaven that is conducive with walking in their destiny. It will help them to hear from the Lord. We have had reports from uh, previous works that people are delivered and they're set free, and even people are, have been filled with the Spirit by just listening to the Holy uh, to Holy Spirit's uh, music on these CDs. We've had people get filled with the Holy Spirit that could not receive the Holy Spirit. They get it, um, healings in their bodies, uh, just miracles, Ryan. Awesome. You've been listening to Messianic Vision with our special guest, Kevin Sedai, and now here's Sid to tell you how you can get this special offer. Kevin Sedai wants to give you supernatural keys on how to get all your prayers answered in his exclusive brand new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, and the exclusive two-CD set, Getting Heaven's Attention, as well as his brand new soaking CD, exclusive to its supernatural destiny. Now, for Kevin's brand new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, two CD set, Getting Heaven's Attention, as well as his new soaking CD, Destiny, for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. Once again, that's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Kevin Zanai's brand new book, Praying from the Heavenly Realms, an exclusive two-CD set, Getting Heaven's Attention, as well as his new soaking CD, exclusive to its supernatural destiny. Offer number 9518 for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9518. Once again, the offer number is 9518. 